letters from the Holy Letters of the Rebbe. On, this is volume 4. And we're up to letter 826. And uh, this is dated on the 17th day of Kislev, a couple of days before Hanukkah, in the year Tovshin Yud Aleph. And in Brooklyn, New York, the Rebbe said, saying, Shalom Ubracha, peace and blessing. In this letter, uh, the Rebbe is going to emphasize the importance of people putting efforts in this study of Torah. Not just to study, but to actually work hard. Try to figure out things in the Torah and try to come up with, with, with ideas to under, really try to comprehend, to understand the Torah. And the Rebbe says that this also brings forth with it Hashem's blessings for success also in physical matters. Because there's a verse the Rebbe quotes here from in the portion of uh, later on in Vayikra, in the end of Vayikra, it's called the portion of Bichu Koisai. There the Torah says, uh, the Torah says, if you follow in my, uh, in my statutes, and you keep my mitzvahs, and you will do them, Hashem promises you that He will give you rains in your time. Now the word Gishmeichem, Bi'itam uh, um, can also, in the broader sense, doesn't just mean rain. We'll see the Rebbe is going to say it soon. can also mean all your materialism, whatever you need, Hashem will give them in time, which means Hashem will provide for you. But the Rebbe quotes from the Rashi, of their comment to Rashi. Rashi says, what does it mean that you will keep my mitzvah? Rashi says, Havu That you should put effort in the study of Torah. In other words, not just study the Torah, but actually putting in effort, working hard for the Torah. As my father-in-law explained, that in Kaponos Mishkov, the Rebbe says, that the main thing is to, to work hard, is effort, to put an effort into Torah. What would it mean? That means that you should uh, take from your time, you should take some time uh, from your regular activities, and you should designate and those times to work hard in Hashem's Torah, to work hard, to, to be magdish uh, from your time for that thing. So even if because of your obligations, you're busy. You have to make uh, parnosa, you have to make your livelihood. Um, and the Torah allows you, the Torah says that you should go make a living. The Torah doesn't say for everybody that's in the study of the Torah. So by right, by the law of the Torah, you don't have the opportunity to study most days of, of the day, most hours of the day. You're busy. You're busy with other things. But yet, when Hashem, blessed be He, and sees that you are struggling and you're putting an effort in Torah, the times that you have, still, then Hashem will give you His blessings. It'll give you His blessing at the time. And you will see that from time to time, the Rebbe is basically, I guess, encouraging this, but don't be too busy of taking out some time for the study of Torah, because you'll see that from time to time, if you put an effort in the study of Torah, your livelihood will be increasing and getting better. And therefore, once your business gets better, you're going to have more time to add more Torah, because you won't be so much... Uh, needed in the business to run it all the time because you'll be successful and then your observance of the mitzvahs will be going from strength to strength and you'll be successful physically and spiritually and the Rebbe also says I am sure that you are also kind enough to others so that you bring in other people 
in the holy studies that you study. Be kind with others. In other words, don't just learn for yourself, but have a kind eye. And Shem's, and the Rebbe says, I would be very happy to uh, let me know, that you let me know from your improvement of your situation in general and from your success in your study and from the increase of the, stu- of the numbers of students who participate in the classes. The Rebbe was very important, the numbers, that there should be more people joining the classes. The Rebbe blesses him with success in his study of Torah and observance of the mitzvah and a good understanding in the teaching of Hasidus. The Rebbe blesses him over here. Okay, so here you have again, you know, the Rebbe uh, taking every opportunity. I'm not sure it would help if you knew who the person was, who the Rebbe is writing to, some of the background, but we don't have that, so we just had the Rebbe's letter. Yeah? So the Rebbe's formal education was in engineering? Yeah. Uh, I'm not... I'm not exactly... It doesn't matter, but some sort of technical. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of interesting um, that obviously the attention to detail is from his background to some extent, but the fact that he could do, you know, he could see not just the technical in detail, but he could, he could, uh, he, he was such a master, or not a master, he was such a, I don't know, he, he had such insight in, in human behavior and emotions. And that usually doesn't go with someone who is right brain. From someone whose father was like that. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah. it's a very incredible yeah. combination of two, yeah. being able to yeah. combine Both. all aspects in them. Yeah, and that's, um, but I think the, the most uh, fascinating thing is the Rebbe used all of his abilities to further the work that needed to be done. And didn't miss an opportunity. Uh, and um, I guess the Rebbe led the way by example. You know, that's I think that was the most important. Uh, that was the most important part of, of being able to um, show them what it means to be dedicated, what it means to accomplish. And we don't really have uh, a full grasp of how occupied he was and how many things he did. And, you know, we, we, we think we're busy, you know, we don't have time, you know, we're, we're busy. But everything is relative, you know, some people are really busy, some people are really accomplishing a lot, some people are really doing a lot and actually don't have time, and yet they make time and they do so much. So, I mean, we just say, okay, he was able to make time, but knowing his daily schedule, knowing all the things that he was involved with, and knowing... Um, so, you know, you, it, it, it gets really, you know, you're, you're amazed when you see it. It's, it, it. You know, a lot of times, you know, when we te- learn Hasidus, it talks about the greatness of Hashem, of God's greatness, creations. And uh, now, if you ask even a child or you ask anybody, just somebody who starts out, you ask them, oh, he says, well, God is great. And, you know, everybody knows that. And, He's infinite, he can do everything. But it's different when you study a little bit more. You, 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 you start getting uh, a little bit of a better idea, of a feeling, of a sense, what means bigger than what. I mean, so then if you study about it and you think about it, like everything else, you have to be able to use uh, your imagination to, 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 to realize 
that he's bigger than this and he's even bigger than that. But that only comes when you study about it. So it's different when just saying, oh, he's great, or when you start to really think, oh, he's really busy. How is he busy? And then you start thinking, oh, he's doing all these things. How, do you, uh, how are you able to do so? And um, the Rebbe would bring an example of the, some of the earlier sages, like the Rajba, uh, who, prolific writer, a great scholar, one of the earlier, you know, uh, main a codifier, responsive. He worked as a doctor. He was in the, in the, in the, in the politics over there because he was in the, uh, in the government over there by the hand. And how could one man do and cover and do all these things? It's like amazing. But some great people did, did all those great things. And, uh, and Rebbe was <laughs> certainly one of them.